0: have looked for our Savior. Some call him the Matthew, and others the Black Messiah. We know him as the Lamb, Ragoni Yeshua Bar El-Hadi of Kazon Yeshua, Revelation 21.9, and the Elohim, Angelic being Megayah, Michael, the bringer of the seven vials, of which the first vial has already been poured out on the world. We judge him by his works, for we have seen him at work for over 20 years. He is hated. He has been imprisoned, scorned, reviled, and slandered. Yet he still stands strong. We have seen him give and give and get nothing in return. He has helped many human beings only for them to become Judas Iscariot and turn on him for his love. We have seen him heal the sick with one touch of his hand. He has told us everything that is happening now in the world before it happened. He told us we were Nubians, and he started to know us. He explained so clearly each holy scripture in Arabic, which is Hebrew, and Saraic, which is Arabic. With him, we now know all things so clearly. Yes, he is here in human form right now. Don't miss him. Come suck with him. He is the key to all locked doors. He is the answer.
2: Yes.
1: Peace in the land is truly wonderful. What is the correct way that, uh, to, to uh,
3: make a pollution? <laughs> there is no right way. It's called mitzvah in the scriptures, purifying the body. Now, the Quran, if you want to follow El's Quran, Right? Then you would follow a tradition that says, uh, the Lord, that says wash your hands, your feet, your face. There's nothing about sticking your fingers in your ears and going behind your ears and crossing your fingers. None of that was law. Those are customs and traditions that men fed us and we followed. Instead of us saying, this is me, Allah, El-Rahman, El-Rahim, which is the way we should have said it. They were taking the L out of everything. That's what the Muhammedans did, the pagan Arabs, because they, Worship Ur. Ur is from where the word Ur of Saudi comes from, meaning fire. Yeah. So they changed it to classical form, added Tajweed, and had a saying, Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem, or Bismillahir Rahmanir and took El's name out.
4: Bismillahirrahmanirrahim
5: we go back to the Torah,
3: the Tanakh, and look at the first chapter about the shift, or what's called the genealogy. of Man, it says...
1: Wait, you give me all these things to read, I gotta start somewhere, I, I don't know, hang on, remember all of this. Start,
3: where I started, read the book of the angel Malachi.
1: When you say Malachi,
3: you're saying my angel. The reason why they don't know who wrote the book is because Melchizedek wrote the book of Malachi. Hmm. Read the book of Malachi and it tells you what to read in Revelation. Then go from Malachi straight to John, and then from John straight to Revelations. Don't read the stuff in between. Start with Malachi. Read Malachi. But my poster is right. Oh yeah, both them are right. The oh. poster is right by tradition yeah, of authorities. Right, following tradition of our fathers. Our fathers prayed a certain way, and they added in customs and traditions that became
1: century practice. I understood that. And that's
3: clear. Now we've got the point where we're at the first candle. I know it's going to sound confusing. The first candle of the last eight years of Hanukkah is lit. We're now eight years from the end of the world. So that candle opera that you see the so-called Jews lighting every year around Christmas, which is December, which is the symbol of the goat, which is Capricorn as they call it, right? It's symbolic of the last eight days of creation, 2000, until the year 2000. We're the first candle the, was lit this year in Israel. You right. that? Yeah. And now we're starting the countdown for the miracle. If that first if that candle stays lit without burning out for eight more years, we're coming into the year two thousand, which is the end of his This is a literal candle. candle. This is a literal candle is kindled. Right in Israel. Right? And if it stays lit, we're coming into the end of the world. The devil knows his time is up. It's six thousand years up. We as a people are listen, we are Israelites. Why do I say we're Israelites? I say we're Israelites because Ishmaelites are Israelites. They just don't want to know it. Let me tell you why, for those who understand. The word Israel, Israel means to ascend towards your name again? L, E-L. Mm-hmm. Right? Israel. Muhammad made a Israel in the Quran to L. So Muhammad, his name should have been changed to Israel. Mm-hmm. But the Muslims didn't do it. Now, in the house of Yahoo, Jacob, His son Joseph married an Egyptian woman, Asia, and had two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. And Jacob welcomed those two sons, Manassehites and Ephraimites, into the family as Israelites. Correct? Now, that's a historical fact. Now let's go back to Abraham. Abraham took a wife called Hagar, an Egyptian woman. She had a son named Ishmael or Ismael. Right? And he had sons. So by right, the Ishmaelites are as much Israelites as are Manasseh and Ephraim. So when they speak of the host in the book of Malachi, and parent. so when you read it, you'll see it. When it speaks of the host of Elo or the host of Elo, they're talking about all of us in the last covenant. The first chapter of Malachi is going to tell you how the Israelites messed up. The second chapter of Malachi is going to tell you about a new covenant that came in amongst the Ishmaelites and how they messed up. And the third chapter of Malachi is going to tell you about us. And the fourth chapter of Malachi is going to tell you about the end of the world.
1: I have one more question. You said in eight years. But I was told the 144,000 would be the, my children's children, so how, that, how is that going to come about in 8 years? It's not. So what See, about what the 144,000? I'll tell you. Wait.
3: It was supposed to be born like the elders, the word Shem. The word Shem means upward or there in the ancient language. Shem means upward or In Arabic you say some Sky. Mm-hmm. Shem is Hebrew or Aramic for there. In the scriptures, in the, in the sixth chapter of Genesis, right, they speak about elders coming down here and having children amongst human beings and producing children of Shem. They call it renown, but the Hebrew word is Shem, children of the sky. Those, that was spoken. now, the next time it happened is when it said my soul will not always be with man for he is but flesh and they were speaking about when an individual will be born the same way as those original beings and that would be that some individual will be born by the intervention of an angelic being. Your father and a human woman, like it said, and the sons of God saw the daughter of the man who went into them. Is that happening again? That was Jesus. All right? And he said, he'll live 120 years. That was him. Now, and then at the end, they say, we must, Jesus said, as many as believe on me, to so them I give the power to become the Shem or the sons of Elohim. So therefore, we were supposed to produce the children in 1970 and raise them, and then they would give birth to the angelic kids. So the the children that were born in 1970? It was supposed to be that, but the devil set out to get all those kids. He had his full concentration on the destruction of the kids in the tabernacle. We were so busy doing so many other things, we overlooked that he wanted the kids and the kids only. He wasn't interested in me, wasn't interested in you, wasn't interested in him. He wanted our kids because he knew that they were supposed to give birth to that group of divine beings. The Elohim would be born on earth again, the Ezra kids. So what he did is he destroyed the covenant and he made us. He said, I'm going to make evil fair me. Catch me again there was a period of time when we knew we had knowledge we had no beliefs right now you live in beliefs you want to believe things belief is ignorance right knowledge is to know You understand that? Belief is ignorance because belief is the acceptance of things that you do not know. As an Elohim, or as it says in the book of Genesis, that he said, now the man has become, now the man has become like us. He knows good from evil. That's the first thing that it said that man knew
6: good for me. This is the result of the destruction of the the, the uh, children in 1972. From 18- Okay, that, I'm,
3: I was going to get to that. No, what it means is back then was the only time we ever knew anything. Name something you know now. You know nothing. You don't know if there's a heaven. You don't know if the Quran is authentic. You don't know if you're a human. You don't know whether this is mustard or you don't know whether this is white or gold. All you know is what they told you and you have belief in what they told you. When we were in our right state, state of Elohim, we didn't have beliefs. We knew because we were the gods that everybody worshiped. You follow that? The, the people with the crown, the woolly hair, right? We were the original Watusi and the, the original pygmies. There the was here py, pygmies, and Watusis were the original people that was on the earth before Adam and Eve. You understand? Adam and Eve came after that. Adam and Eve was genetically bred by elders to give a genealogy. The first human being on the planet Earth, classified human being, was Seth's son. Seth's son's name was Enos, and Enos means mortal or human being. Seth of the Torah is Sethmos, the ancient Egyptian god, to Cain. You said Adam and Eve were born through somebody? Oh yeah. Not male? Adam was a tribe, and Eve was a tribe. Male and female created he them. It says in Genesis. So where does the apple and the serpent come in? The apple and the serpent comes in with the pomegranate apple, and you can read all about the pomegranate apple and the building of Solomon's temple and the robe throughout Exodus and Leviticus and Numbers. These are books of the scriptures, in case you don't understand. Yeah, I know where you're talking. Yeah. So, but that happened to the family once that breed of the Watusis and the pigments came together to have that child for the refilling of the earth. So if you read, you'll see that it says in the beginning, he created two great lights, correct? Poor interpretation says the two great lights are the sun and the moon. The, the moon has no light. Oh, so therefore, okay. in Genesis, when it says he created two great lights, he couldn't be talking about the moon. Because the moon has no light of its own. The moon is non-luminous. Okay. The second light he's talking about is the light that's inside you and me. People of the sun. We are Shem. The name Samson means solar. You with that? Yeah.
2: That's yeah. what the
3: name Samson means, saw means the sun. So we are sun people, this is why we can live under the sun and Europeans cannot live under the sun.
5: We've really got an epidemic on our hands in this country. The incidence of melanoma is increasing alarmingly. We also have a very high incidence of other forms of skin cancer to the point where two out of every three Australians before the age of 70 will have some form of skin cancer. More than twice the world average, this high cancer rate is usually explained by Australians' love of the outdoors. Exposure to the sun's ultraviolet radiation causes skin cancer. And because the majority of people here are very light-skinned, they're especially susceptible to the sunburns that lead to this disease.
3: What they do not teach you is what's called right knowledge. Right knowledge is that there's a sun burning inside of you a light burning inside of us that they tell us that there's just energy here there's light and fire burning inside us and that's what they're speaking about in the book of john when it says the light is shining in the darkness but the darkness comprehends it not and that light is called in hebrew and it's called ra in ancient egypt and we were called aman ra the word aman means amana faith so muhammad named all of those people that worship ra Mukmin and Mukminati, which is short for aman and every one of your prayers end with Amen. Amen. give Let me hear you say amen. amen. Amin, which is the ancient Egyptian god, Amon and the Ra, the Ra was the sun in us as the original people of the sun. And we roamed the earth millions of years, 17 million, 20, 50, years to be exact, before Adam was created 49,000 years ago. You follow that? And then Adam was just one breed from the Watusi tribe, and Hawa was one breed from the Pygmy tribe. They came together when the earth had been hit with a meteorite, it killed the dinosaurs and destroyed most of the life form on the planet, and that planet had to be refilled or or replenish, like it says in the book of genealogy, called Genesis, right. right? And that's when they brought these two kids together, Adam and Eve. And the men who brought them together were called the Elohim. That's why they translate in your Bible, God. If you look into the Hebrew, it says, in the beginning, Elohim did this. Elohim did this. And then when they get to Genesis chapter 2, in the first four verses, it moves from Elohim into Yahweh Elohim. And then when it gets into Genesis chapter 3, it gets down to who Satan is and his temptation of this man and this woman. But this man and woman were just walking on the earth where the Spirit of the Most High called Elohim was already here. We were called the Spirit because we were called Ruh and Ruh is soul and that's Ra, the sun, the light and the light, the second light inside of us. The light that shines that we don't understand. We are the gods. We have been taught to worship people when everybody on the planet is worshiping us. You understand? we are the people that they're worshiping. All this ancient Mesopotamian, Babylonian, and ancient Egyptian history are all facts, but it's all pre-history, meaning pre-Torah. The Torah was written strictly for us to log in our genealogy when the two children were created, Adam and Eve. Prior to that, we were gods, so we never worshiped. The first time you find anything about worship is when you get into Seth. And it says, and then they began to call on the name Yahweh. and that you'll find also in Genesis, in this fourth chapter. Then they started calling. Prior to that, we didn't worship because we were worshiped. We were the Elohim. And that's why they always say Elohim is plural, and they try to put Jesus back to the Elohim. So you go back to the book of John, and you read John chapter 1, it says, in the beginning was the Word. Now I'll go to Genesis, and it says, in the beginning Elohim created. In the beginning was the Word. And then you go back to Genesis and it says, in the beginning, Elohim. So the word in Elohim must be the same thing. Yes, Jesus was a part of the Elohim because he was one of the elders. And those elders and scientists are the ones who bred the Adam and Eve. After the planet had been, like I said, hit by a flare of uh, meteorites that destroyed all the dinosaurs and the prehistoric man, the first trait of the white man came out of what they call Java. The Java man, you heard of Java man? Yes. Java man is a short word of saying Javan. You look in the genealogy of Yethek. That Java man is like the uh, Neanderthal man. That's right, that's a hairy, that's an ape man, a dog man. Europe. That's right, that's Greeks. The word Java and Javan is the Greeks because the sons of Jephthah married in to the seed of Canaan and produced the Java man who went in caves. We lived behind waterfalls when the
6: planet was covered under dust.
1: That meteorite that you're talking about, is that the Kaaba you're talking about?
6: No. What's that? Did the, that come the
3: Kaaba? Like? No. The Kaaba is a product of the flesh of um, Adam. That was a sign it's when the scientists finished breeding. Right? When they made it. That's all it has to do with. It. A Kaaba, when you look at the root of the Kaaba, you're talking about where they set up idol worship. Let me tell you about Al-Islam. El Al-Islam El was the first school. After Al-Islam, then there's Christianity. After Christianity, then there's the truth, Miller Ibrahim. Mm-hmm. I had to teach y'all Islam first and give y'all a thorough understanding of Islam. What is Islam? Islam is an ancient Babylonian religion. What do they call their religion in Islam? Deen. For 25 years, I tell them the Quran says Miller, for 25 years, they say Deen. Who's Deen? Dean is Dinah. Who's Dinah? An ancient goddess of the crescent. You follow that? What does it represent? Fertility. What is fertility? The symbols of a mosque, a minaret, which is supposed to be a penis, and a dome, which is a breast. It goes back to the ancient Babylonian worship that they kindled under the name Allat who was a lot, a lot was on the ancient Babylonian gods from uh, Nebuchadnezzar and them. It actually goes back to Nimrod and them. Islam was the first school of taking the spell of Leviathan off our people. who had never intended for our people to remain Mohammedans or Mukmin, meaning people who worship Amun-Ra. Because so there's Amen and Atan. Amen is plural, which is Elohim, and Atan is single, which is Eloh or Yahuwah. We had to get back to the fact that we are the Elohims to get back to the fact that we are the Eloh. So a lot of traditions and customs, and I made sure that they knew every custom. We was the only community that wore veils, jellabees. we did everything it was. Because if you're going to teach your people well, you got to submerge them in that knowledge. You follow that? Yeah. But that was not what they call right knowledge, that was called belief. Because while we were all submerged in Al Islam, it was all based on belief, not facts. Now we had to go back. And after we finished that, I taught them all about Christianity. When you say and belief, I, you mean faith. Also. I, when I say belief, I mean to lie to Eve's children, be lie Eve, <laughs> to lie to Eve's children, which is the one they said, there'll be two seeds, the woman seed, which is Eve, and the serpent seed, which is Leviathan. Ooh. And believe means to lie to
7: Eve's children.
3: Faith means believing in the God, Amen. Amen faith, Mukminun, Mu'minati, ancient God. And that Amun, like I said, is all, we're Amun. We're Amun-Ra, we're the son of it. And Islam just taught you the first stages. Um, who Who um, worshipped us back then? Who worshipped us? Yeah, back then. The Hindu worshipped us. You had Watusi's, mm-hmm. pygmies, and the other people called Sinth. They called them Sinth, right? They moved down to a place called Bali they still have temples in Bali now, in India, and that was called Eden. That was a different Eden than our Eden, right? Those people worshiped us and they made images of us. Krishna, Brahma, Shiva. When you say Brahma, you're saying Abraham. You follow that? When you say Krishna, you're saying Christ or Messiah. Because that's all those names represented. We became their gods, but then they became us idol worshipers. They got the uh, 20, the 200 fallen angels left the land of Persia, which is called Nod and moved into that land. And they started worshiping them by, because they were fire worshipers. And they saw power in that. And then we lost the worship because we stopped knowing. And what is the thing we stopped knowing? We stopped knowing good from bad. And that's what said in Genesis. Now the man has become one of us, what? Knowing good. That's the only time we knew. What did we discover in, the, in Genesis? We discovered good from bad. We knew good angels from bad angels. Now we don't know good people from bad. We don't know good food from bad. We don't know good music from bad. We don't know anything and we were the ones who knew everything. And so they put us under a spell. What kind of spell? The spell of ghost worship. You understand ghost worship and they said gospel ghost spell they put us under some ritual that sounds crazy but it's called etymology it's in the sounds mm-hmm. right they put us under a spell and had us worth worshiping spirits and if i didn't worship a spirit god what did they call me they called me a dios a mm-hmm. dios if i don't worship a theory <laughs> I'm an atheist, and they say atheist, you see, or in Greek, the same thing, dios, or in Spanish, dios, or in French, door. All of these names come out of the same thing, theories. We didn't worship theory because we were Ethereans. See, Ether, A-S-E-E-S. We were Ethereans and we were the gases people. If you look at the word gases and say that G, which is the ancient language from a G in Hebrew, we say Gemal. In Arabic, you say jet, right? Take, take the word gas and put the jet there. And what do you get? Yeah. Say it. gases. Say gases. Yeah. In our Hebrew, it's ga, Gemal. In Arabic, it's jet. Yeah. Put the J where the G is at. Yes. G- Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> spirit. See, a spirit belief. But we didn't believe in spirits. We didn't believe in spooks. You know why we didn't believe in spooks? Because that's what they called us, spooks. <laughs> <laughs> we were the spooks. We were the spiritual beings who incarnated on this planet. When they say God, they're playing a trick on your eyes. Right? When a child reads backwards, what do they say they have? dyslexia. Right? That means they read backwards. What does the word lexia mean? Lexia. It means law. Look it up. The word lexia means law. Dyslexia means to go against the law.
2: <laughs>
3: and they teaching you to write from left to right in all the ancient scriptures you'd read from right to left. So now let's go and di- go against the law and read God from right to left instead of from left to right. What do we read? Dog. We read dog. What is the dog? The dog star. Anubis, the ancient jackal of ancient Egypt, the god of the dead. Who's the dead? The Caucasus people. You follow that? The books that they're teaching you, it's called the book of the dead. They tell you it's the New Testament, yeah, they make a New Testament. What is the New Testament? The book of John. What is Matthew's, Mark and Luke? Nothing. Who's Mark? Mark is Mark Anthony. And if you look at the books of Matthews, Mark, and Luke, and put John where it belongs first, and not last, you'll see that each one of them says in the beginning. But one says in the beginning this happened, the other one says in the beginning that happened. Who's Mark? Mark Anthony? He's the father of Jesus or Zeus. Who did he marry? Cleopatra. Listen now, this is called right knowledge, right? He married Cleopatra, and because he was of the people who had no color. In their skin, they were transparent, they were not sun people, they were moon people, of the moon cycle. We were sun people, solar plex people. You all that? We, we can stand under the sun all day. They can't do it. If they do, the sun will attack them. So he was considered a ghost person. They called them ghosts. Ghost is another, just a synonym for the word goat. And that goes back to Capricorn and, and Nimrod and Jesus and December and the tying of the devil worship and the star and the crescent. The star and the crescent that Muslims use as their symbol, a five pointed star and the, star in the crescent, and that crescent, if you look it up, is the word Dina. That's the demon, the female, Dina. And that's what they call their religion, Dinal Islam. And in the Quran, the last revelation that Allah gave to Muhammad, he said, it's not Dinal Islam, it's Dinal Law. <laughs> and they still, after that, called it Dinal Islam. You saw that? Because they worship is of Dina and the question. The moon. So they changed it from the solar calendar to the lunar calendar. The solar is alive. The lunar is dead. So they call the Bible the ancient book of the dead. And made people think that Uncle Nunton, who was a demorphodite, check his feet, right? That he was the one who wrote the book of the dead. The book of the dead means a book of people that are dead. Who in the New Testament alive? Nobody. The only one they say is alive, they say is alive in the spirit. And they say that that is Jesus, and Jesus is Cleopatra and Mark Anthony's son. And understand? Mark Anthony was of the gods. See, because of the spell of Leviathan, when I say Mark Anthony is a god and a wicked man, you think God is good. But if you read God semantically with dyslexia, God becomes Anubis, the ancient Egyptian god, dog. That the Greeks came into Egypt to study under us and steal the knowledge and take it back and turn it backwards. They started making us read from left to right instead of from right to left. They start modernizing, standardizing all the languages. There wasn't no spoken language in Egypt that was not the same language that Abraham spoke and the same language that Noah spoke. Why? Because when Abraham got to Egypt, he spoke to the Pharaoh, right? When Moses got to Egypt, he spoke to the Pharaoh. They told us certain things that ain't true. They told us that the serpent was a symbol of the devil. That's not in the Torah. The word in the Torah where they have serpent means to whisper. Nakas is Kanas. The serpent was not bad to us when we ruled ancient Misraim called Egypt. You follow that? And how do you know it? Because it was a serpent of Aaron that consumed the serpent of the (laughs) Pharaoh. Now, why would Aaron use a wicked being to consume another serpent? Because the ancient Israelites, who we are, that was not a wicked being. And Moses and them marched through Jerusalem with a serpent at the head of them. And all the pharaohs put a serpent on the head, which symbolized medicine and purity. And to this very day, the kundalini is being used as a sword with two serpents on it that came out of ancient Egypt. That's who we are. We are the ancient Egyptians. But we don't like the word Egyptian because Egyptian means egyptos or burnt faces. We're not burnt faces. The one that became burnt faces was the Hyksos dynasty who came into Egypt who Moses for the And Moses' real name is Thutmose, the god of ancient Egypt. When you say Thutmose, you're saying Moses. And the Hyksos dynasty of light-skinned people came in and warred against us over there. And they became burnt faces because they came in from Greece. They came in from what they call the Three Points. And that was Spain, uh, Rome and Greece. Those are the three families: the Spartics, the Franks, the Hittites, and the anglics who moved in in the Mediterranean area. And when they moved into our motherland, their skin became burnt, so they called them Egyptians. We were not called Egyptians. We was called Mitraim, those people of the two rivers. And those two rivers are the ones that lead down into a place called what? Huh? A swan? Pass a swan down where? So, um, Past Sudan and down into what? Past Nubia and down into where? Huh? Say lot louder. Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Ether people. We are the Ether people, the Ethiopians, the Kusia. They called us in ancient times. We inherited the name Sudan to identify that we were not the burnt face people, but we were the original seed. We inherited the name Aswan to identify we were not burnt black, that we were original black, that we had the nine ether. You understand? And with the nine ethers, is the texture of your hair. Because your hair comes out the follicles and creates a number nine. His hair comes out the follicles and creates a number six. And nine to the ninth power of nine is the highest number on the universe, which makes us infinite. That is our number. You follow that? So we were the gods. When I say gods now, you see what You got to keep it dyslexia. Uh, <laughs> but if you don't, you'll end up really dog. So, so when I say Mark Anthony was a god, and Mark Anthony came into Egypt and had sex with Cleopatra and then brought in their religion, and their religion was the worship of the cat. You understand that? They had what's called a holy cat, and they built a monument in Egypt for the holy cat. And the monument of the symbol in Egypt for the holy cat, you call it Sphinx. It's not one of our symbols. Now, if you take holy cat and put it in a dyslexia state, you'll get Catholic. <laughs> Catholic, cat, holistic. And now they can't teach you Christianity, so now they're bringing in what they call holistic sciences. The new world order, because people are falling away from Krishna worship, which is Christianity. We saw through that. We're starting to rise back up again. The moment we stop conking our hair and pressing our hair and putting our feet on the grass again, things are going to start opening. We lost our eye and our light is dim. Blow on your hand with wind like this, with your breath. What do you feel? Why do you feel
6: heat? Huh?
3: No, not because of the temperature. Because of ether, ether is a gas. You understand that? What do we breathe in? What do we give off? What does it take for fire to burn? Oxygen. What does it give off? Carbon. The the devil is never gonna tell you, the ethric people, or e- original Ethiopian pygmies, that there's a light burning inside me and you. A real fire burning right inside our chest. Your scientist is not going to admit it. He'll tell it to you when he teaches you about the circulatory system and the respiratory system. He tells you how the blood fuses into the lungs and it's charged and it sends up gases to the brain. He'll tell you that, but he doesn't tell you that when you ignite blood, it ignites into a flame. That's why they said the light shineth in the darkness, but the dark comprehendeth it not. Ooh. And the light is the light in man we have a lit sun inside of us if you see you after a full game of basketball and step back you see the heat waves coming out of your body the same right. way it comes out of the earth that's why they said he created two lights the greater light and the lesser light and the greater light was ra there and the reason why we acknowledge and respect the ra is because ra meant to see Ra. it didn't mean sun the word for sun in ancient egyptian was shamsa and that meant mushmish, illumination. It represented the sea, because then there was no electricity. So when the sun appeared to rise, because it doesn't rise, that's when we started building. So we look forward for the rising of the sun. The Babylonians did this. They made us hate the rising of the sun by telling us, make sure you don't make fudge while the sun is rising. That's because we were sun people, people trying to get away from the sun made us start hating the sun. How'd they make you hate your hair? No, by telling you to pick cotton. That's right. There was a million things in this country that slaves could have did. It's not amber waves of cotton, it's amber waves of grain. Why'd they have us picking cotton? Because it made us hate the texture of our hair. And that's the first thing everybody here did, comb their hair, brush their hair, straighten their hair, perm their hair, process their hair, jerry their hair, anything to make your hair straight. You know what you do? You take a piece of hair and take a match and come down there, you know what you see? Before the fire touches the hair, it curls, it forms a nine, the nine ether. When they make you start pulling your hair out, they make you cut off the flow of the energy around here. That's what the processing and the straightening is. Name another people on earth would not be him. They call it kinky. I call it kingly. Because people have fallen away from Krishna worship, which is Christianity, we saw through that. We're starting to rise back up again. The moment we stop conking our hair and pressing our hair and putting our feet on the grass again, things are going to start opening. We lost our eye and our light is dim. Blow on your hand with wind like this. With your breath. What do you feel? He- Why do you feel heat? Huh? No, not because of the temperature. Because of ether. Ethel is a gas. You understand that? What do we breathe in? What do we give off? What does it take for fire to burn?
2: Oxygen. What does it give off?
3: Carbon. The the devil is never gonna tell you, the etheric people, or e- original Ethiopian pygmies, that there's a light burning inside me and you. A real fire burning right inside our chest. Your scientist is not gonna admit it. He'll tell it to you when he teaches you about the circulatory system and the respiratory system. He tells you how the blood fuses into the lungs and it's charged and it sends up gases to the brain. He'll tell you that, but he doesn't tell you that when you ignite blood, it ignites into a flame. That's why they said the light shineth in the darkness, but the dark comprehends it not. Mm. And the light is the life in man. We have a lit sun inside of us. If you see you have the full game of basketball and step back, you see the heat waves coming out of your body. The same way it comes out of the earth. That's why they said he created two lights, the greater light and the lesser light. And the greater light was Ra there. And the reason why we acknowledge and respect the Ra is because Ra meant to see, ra It didn't mean sun. The word for sun in ancient Egyptian was Shamsa and that meant mushmish illumination. It represented the sea, because then there was no electricity. So when the sun appeared to rise, because it doesn't rise, that's when we started building. So we looked forward for the rising of the sun. The Babylonians did this. They made us take the rising of the sun by telling us, make sure you don't make fudge while the sun is rising. That's because we were sun people, people trying to get away from the sun made us start hating the sun. How'd they make you hate your hair? No, by telling you to pick cotton. That's right. There was a million things in this country that slaves could have did. It's not amber waves of cotton, it's amber waves of grain. Why'd they have us picking cotton? Because it made us hate the texture of our hair. And that's the first thing everybody here did. Comp their hair, brush their hair, straighten their hair, perm their hair, process their hair, jerry their hair, anything to make your hair straight. You know what you do? You take a piece of hair and take a match and come down there, and don't you see? Before the fire touches the hair, it curls. It forms a nine, the nine ether. When they make you start pulling your hair out, they make you cut off the flow of the energy around here. That's what the processing and the straightening is. Name another people on earth would not be here. They call it kinky. I call it kingly. now he's getting ready to start teaching you all Egyptology so he's going to breed people like Dr. Ben and Dr. Clark and them and these are demons.
6: When you go to Egypt at a temple called Edfu, it's called the temple of Heru the elder or Horus the elder at the place called Edbo you see in life-size growing and dig into the wall the drama of Heru revenging his father Asaru, or Osiris, death by killing his uncle Setyphon. We could go now to the temple of Aset, which they call Isis, at the island of Phile, and see the beginning of this story. Now, all these temples, I'm telling you,
2: exist.
6: This is no fairy tale. The story, if the story is a fairy tale, that may be. But the fact that the story is still there, written in the wall, that is no fairy tale, because anybody could go and still see the story, not only written in letters, but
3: drawn and cut in the wall. Right. Anybody that knows the box of Pandora in ancient Egypt know that there was a million gods for each dynasty. Every time a dynasty came, there was a new bunch of gods. So know what happened happen to us as a people if we open that box. We got so many gods, there'll be a group over here saying we follow the Hyksos dynasty, this will be the Ramses dynasty, this will be the so-and-so dynasty, and then we'll have the same problem we have it now, it's called the Catholics, and then the protesters against the Catholics become the Protestants, and then the evangelists who's going to spread what they protested about became evangelists, and then those who were waiting for the 50th Jubilee became the Pentecostals, and then there was those that bore witness that the name was not God but Jehovah, and they became Jehovah's Witnesses, and then they was those who said, well, we have to keep the Sabbath, and that happens on the seventh day, not the sixth day, and they became seven-day, and they're going to advance with this new idea, seven-day Adventists, and they started breaking us up. And what happened? When you go in our neighborhoods, you find that all of us were the ones all confused. You got some black Jehovah Witness knocking on your door. And you're a Baptist, and you're like, God, listen, I'm a Baptist, I ain't into this Joe Witness stuff. Or I'm a seven-day Adventist, I don't want to hear this stuff. They divided, they cut us to pieces. Now they're getting ready to do it again, because they see that you've gotten fed up with that spook God, because you are the spook that sits behind the door. <laughs> <laughs> you are the spirit, you are the God, you are that thing. Don't let them, the only ones that know is the Native Americans. Mm. They're the only ones that keep in tune. Didn't you see that big eagle flying over there? Yeah. A little while ago, And when you see an eagle fly over there, it's a sign of the great soul sending his gifts. To you that something great is happening. And you know what's great is happening? Not me being here, you being here. Because I was always here. <laughs> you're the one that had to be awoken. And now that the light is coming back to y'all, nobody can't push Christ on you. Next time somebody tells you about Jesus, you're going to say which one? Jesus the gas or Jesus the man? <laughs> you mean Jesus the spirit? Because when they speak about Holy Ghost, that's one church. And the Holy Ghost Church don't have statues. They believe in the gas. And the other church believes in statues. They believe in the man. Both of them are confused. When the Nation of Islam came on the scene, what they coming with? They came back in with the man worship. That was nearer to what we were. Well, what was the man that we worship? Ourselves. And that's why the Nation of Islam's original doctrine said the Asiatic black man make or own the cream of the planet, of his father civilization, and God of the universe. Then they started saying master for Muhammad. Muhammad.
6: Thank you Thanks. The almighty God of Allah, who came in the person of Master
3: Farad Muhammad. Well, if you love Master Farad Muhammad so much, why don't you show us his picture? Why don't you have his picture up on Savior's Day? Why don't you have his picture on the front page of the... Because if, if God came to me in person and taught me to teach you, and if I had a newspaper, I'd have his picture right on the front of that paper. What are you afraid of? Mm. I'll tell you what you're afraid of. We'll see that he ain't nine (laughs) ether. He ain't got that kingly head, that he ain't royal. He ain't a god. He ain't an Ethiopian and he ain't a pygmy nor a Watusi. Of course, we vary in heights now because of the marrying, but we originally pygmies and Watusis, which lived in Ethiopia. They called it little people. That's right. That was Eve. And Adam was Watusi. And those two tribes still today, the Watusis are ruling the pygmies to this very day. That's Lucy. They say, oh, she only stood about four feet tall. Why they say Lucy and give a female name? How they know she was a female?
2: The oldest near complete
5: fossil of a hominid form is Lucy, who's thought to be nearly three and a half million years old. The bone structure shows that Lucy walked upright on two legs, like us, and not like an ape. Lucy and her kind, the Australopithecines, died out sometime during the first ice age. They
3: knew that by the height. That that ancient finding was Lucy, and they put her in Eve's family. They knew that Java was Javan, the son of Jepheth, and that was Greek, and that was Amorized. They said, well, they come up in the Caucasian. We got European writings on the wall for them. All of this is to keep you from knowing that you are the Elohim, the meteorite hit, it killed the dinosaurs, historical fact. Men that knew how to live behind waterfalls survived. We went and lived behind waterfalls and caves, and in there oxygen was there. Other Amorites went in other directions and died. People got buried under the sand. We came back out and started to replenish the earth, and the two tribes met. The two tribes being presently known, Watusi and Pygmy, and the chiefs of those two tribes got together and formed a council called the Elohim, right, which meant those who worked for Elo, and their job was to refill the earth and replenish the earth. They were calling themselves the spirits of Elohim. You follow that? Then we knew. Now we know nothing. Somebody took away our ability to know. Because if you look now at yourself as an individual and ask yourself what do you really know, you don't know anything. You don't even know you're here. And if you know you're here, you don't even know where here is. All you know is this is the Catskills because they said it's the Catskills. This is Liberty because they said it's Liberty. They say today is Friday. Right? Mm -hmm. They told us that. How do we know? And Friday is one of the names of their gods. Everything they did they put name, but it didn't say that. It said Adam. Whatever Adam named the thing that was his name That's when we knew what happened to us. We have a case of amnesia You understand that as a be as a, as, a, as a divine being spiritual being? we have a case of amnesia. We don't know who we are And we open the white man's book. He says, oh you mean Negroes. Oh, Puerto Ricans. Oh, Haitians Oh Trinidadians Oh, Panamanian, He keeps on giving us names of where we're at. He did that to another angel also. He did it to the angel Elijah. He didn't know where Elijah came from because he didn't have a mother or father and didn't want to tell you about man incarnating on the planet Earth, so he said he's a Keshvite. And then they tried to look up Keshvite it became a place. They thought about Mel, Meli Sedek. They didn't know what he was, the way he came from. He said he had neither mother nor father nor beginning of that. We don't know who he is. But he had to be a man, (laughs) (laughs) because they cannot deal with the fact that we are incarnation. Mm -hmm. Incarnation means we came from someplace else. The star Cyrus out there that they talk about in the beta star constellation is where we're looking up.
5: During the early part of the year, January to April, Cyrus is the brightest star in the sky. The pagan Arabs worshiped it as a divinity. The fact that it is called the dog star them back to the ancient Egyptian god, Anubis. The word god spelled backwards is dog, who the pale man worships as his deity. Also, dog is man's best friend. However, the true gods are Elohim
3: are you looking up in prayer tell me where's hell I'm Supposed to, be, supposed to be. who taught you hell was downstairs well let me tell you about a confession and teaching you about hell in order for me to teach you there's the hell beneath us and that beings are down there let's make the club and not fill the club with people let's make hell the name of a club and let's not put any people in there and not put no music on the first thing we would have is a place and that place would be called hell Right? And the place is able to be occupied by beings, good or bad, up and down, I don't care. I'm just talking about the place. And if I teach you there's a place called hell that people can burn in or people will be in, I'm teaching you that there is a place called hell. You with me? hmm yeah. So I'm confessing to something. And if I say hell is down beneath me, then I'm telling you that there's a vacant place down beneath me where some people are going to be. Those people are going to burn. They say, that's going to be hell. Up and above the fact that that's going to be hell and people are going to burn, I'm confessing that there is a place beneath you where people will go. So in the Bible, when they teach you about hell, they're teaching you about the center of the earth. But the difference is the devil is saying that's hell,
6: because it is to him.
3: You see? And he made you think you don't want to go down there. You don't want to go to Shambhala. You don't want to go to Agrita But in that lesson of hell, Jesus was down in hell and came out in the bosom of Abraham. In that lesson, he's admitting that there is some place beneath us. You see, they call it Hades, beneath us. What is the confession then? That there's an inner world. He made it hell. You understand what I'm saying? Every Christian preacher that gets up and teaches you about hell is teaching you about an inner world beneath us. Think about it. Whose world is it then? Well, what does he call us? The devil. (laughs) He calls us the devil. He says niggas will give you hell. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want them in your neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) Wherever niggas gather is heat. (laughs) Niggas draw heat. What they say about us in the Bible, wild ass of the man. We gave everybody hell. <laughs> Nobody wants to live with us. We don't want to live with each other. So maybe what he's calling hell is our neighborhood. Right? Mm-hmm. And then we must be the, the inhabitants of the center of the earth. Mm-hmm. So when the flood came, many of us who knew, knew where to go. So we knew to go in the earth, and down to the center of the earth, and there wait for the flood to subside and come to surface again, and we filled the earth. Do you understand that? And he came out of a sickness in us, a disease. And that disease manifests itself in what's called leproma or leprosy. you follow that? And now he has us loving the image of illness of sickness and disease. We love his image. Anything? If someone is light and straight hair, they're pretty. Someone is dark with kinky hair or kingly hair automatically they gotta be ugly and even if you stand here pretend that you ain't fascinated by them white women they put on the videos you're lying
2: <laughs>
3: you can lie if you want but who you lying to you're lying to Elohim and that's the person you can't fool they put skin girls on television we think they're pretty correct mm-hmm. it's going to take some serious cleansing to get us back to nine ether mm-hmm. To get us back into the science of ourselves of what beauty really is he made beauty his image and that is the image of the beast it says it right in revelation so they took and made an image of zeus to god right and you see zeus with a long hair and a beard and then they made a jesus and gave him long hair and beard and he's the image that made you love him Love Jesus and love his mother. Who's Jesus' mother? Dinah. Yeah. Again, Cleopatra, Dinah, the God they worship. They always had women up above everything they worshipped. That's why the ship was called She. You <laughs> understand? New cars called She. They hold their gun up and say, well, She really performs for me. Yeah. And then they had Mary and Jesus. They couldn't be satisfied with God. They had to have a mother of God. Who did that? The cat worshippers. So who they made synonymous with witchcraft? The cat. The cat. Who they give it to? The woman. And made it black. And and made it black. (laughs) See, I tell you, and you might not want to accept this, I tell you, give them back black. Let them have black. Why? Because of what they made black mean. And as long as we're in this country and living under his definitions, we're going to get his definitions of black in our subconscious mind. He made black bad. He made it negative. So what does it mean for us to give up the English word black? I couldn't get everybody to say Nubian, take it take it too long. Because if I was able to say Nubian, we could stop saying black. Cause, cause Nubian is not really a color black. Nubian is really us. And I don't see nobody here black. I see some dark skinned people, but ain't nobody here black. When you look in the mirror, you see brown. You see beige. We're light skinned, dark, all the colors of all of the rainbow and every flower and when they speak about the almighty's creation and his color what color is he don't say black see the sunni muslims again said allah is the light Mm. correct Mm. how can allah be the light if he created the light and in Genesis it said, let there be light. But that was not the sun yet. The sun wasn't created after that. So if the Almighty said, let there be light, what state was he in? <laughs> darkness. <laughs> darkness. But they made darkness bad. It's a cloudy day, swarty, shadow. You know, Dracula got a black suit on. <laughs> he only moves at night, which is no such word as night. It's called shadow. Stop saying night. There's no night. It's shadows. The sun never stops shining. It's just on the other side of the planet. We're in a shadow state. Start saying the shadow state and make people ask you, what do you mean by that? And they say your sun never stops shining because the sun is nine ether. Nine to the ninth power of nine. I don't know if you understand that. Mathematicians might know what I'm talking about. So they made you hate the very state that the Almighty was in, darkness. And made you hate yourself, because you're dark. (laughs) You follow that? And then in that darkness, He created the light. That don't mean light bad. He utilized the light. You follow that? Because He said, out of darkness, He created light. And the Spirit of the Lord moved upon the surface of the waters, or of Yehovah. You see that? It was void and darkness upon the face of the deep. (laughs) You see that? It was without shape and form. It was unseeable, undetectable. There was no (laughs) Amin-Ra. But when Amin-Ra manifested, we were able to see and we had faith, and that's why we had faith in Elo. Not faith in subjects. Not faith in how we pray. Not faith in how many times to make how many rock or how many days to fast in the month of Ramadan. Now that's the wrong faith. The only thing you have faith in is the Almighty. Mm-hmm. Everything else has to be facts and right knowledge or it is ignorance. Faith is ignorance if it's any faith other than faith in the High. Why? Because the word ignorance merely means to ignore the facts. (laughs) Ignorance. Ignore. I want to know because when I knew I was like him. Back to Genesis. Now the man is like one of us. He knows good from evil. Means he knows how to make decisions. How come we don't know how to make decisions no more? And if we don't know how to make a decision no more, then we don't know. If we don't know, then we're no longer in the image of the Elo, so we're no longer Elohim. We become worshipers of what everybody else is worshiping. They open the book of Revelations, and it describes Jesus, hair like lambs, wool, and feet like burnt grass, and they worship Jesus, but they don't worship the image of Jesus, because the image of Jesus would be dark with kinky hair, an Ethiopian, an etheric person. So, subliminally, they're worshiping you. And if you get an Amorite corner, they'll tell you, I know who you are. They won't tell you what they, they won't say it. They'll say, but I know who you are, I know what you are. You don't know. Mm -hmm. He's really telling you, I know you're my God. I know I was created in your image and after your likeness. No, ain't no black scientist sat in his uncle's yard with two magnets and found out no unalike (laughs) attractive. First of all, magnets don't grow in gardens. (laughs) And any metal that you find is magnetized has to be electrified to be magnetized. And whoever had that knowledge had more knowledge than Yaku. Whoever <laughs> magnetized the magnets had the knowledge, and I was supposed to be the uncle. Mm-hmm. If all that, and he while fumbling found out the unlike attracted like, and then said from that. I'm gonna make a devil weak and wicked and give the power to rule the world for 6,000 years after finding two magnets? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> what kind of knowledge is that? <laughs> that's not right knowledge, that's
2: faith.
3: <laughs> I'm not trying to step on nobody's toes, I'm trying to step on their head. <laughs> <laughs> because we only got eight more days.
2: You
3: know, we're coming out on the last days of school, we don't need no more of this stupid, this faith stuff. What is faith? What is this belief thing? Faith and belief is a thing that you can't see. Y'all
2: better wake up.
7: We will continue with the man of the hour, Dr. Malachi D. York, right after these messages. Members of Congress expressed optimism Sunday about the prospects for reaching a deal to avoid the fiscal cliff
4: fragile ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is entering its third full day, and both Israelis and Palestinians...
5: Bottom line, Senator, if uh, the president nominates Ambassador Rice to be the next Secretary of State or some other... Supplementary
0: question. Do you personally believe that gay people are born gay? Impact segment tonight, the Talking Points memo...
7: Hot, hot damn politics! Hot damn oh man,
6: politics! Man, like hot jiggler. Jiggler. damn politics! Hot damn politics. Politics. politics! Hot
2: damn politics.
6: politics! Hot damn
2: politics! Hot damn politics! Hot damn politics! Hot <laughs> damn politics! Hot damn politics! damn politics! Hot damn brain
6: damn politics! These niggas won't hold me back. These
0: niggas won't hold me back. These niggas won't hold me back. These niggas won't hold me back. The Brain Trust Panel. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. The Brain Trust
3: Panel. Hot Diggity Damn Politics.
7: I put that shit on everything. Hot Damn Politics. Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Only on WTAG radio. On radio. Radio. You
1: Radio. You catch my girl legs open, better smash that Don't be surprised if she asks where to cash shit Let's talk
4: about
7: what they don't want you to talk about On the Donna Coleon Show on Rock Talk Radio Monday through Friday, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time Or GeorgiaCaston.com
1: WGHE Radio
7: Would you like to ask Donna a question? Are you in need of advice or counsel? Tell Nicoleone your concerns on a particular matter. Your views or opinions about something that's important to you or anything you want her to talk about on the show. Email Deardonnicoleone at gmail.com. Hey,
1: man. Hey, hey, bro. Hey, bro, Hey, man. I see you think I got that book in your hand, man, written by Dr. Yoke, man. Where you get that book from? Cause shot the man. I've been on live. I've been on eBay. I've been on Amazon. I've been on some of them goddamn bootleg ass Dr. York sites and shit, man. These motherfuckers charging goddamn damn near rent money and a goddamn down payment on a house and shit for some of them Dr. York books, man. It's hard to hell to find a goddamn one. Then, I went fucked around and went on goddamn Amazon. They were selling the holy tablets and shit for a goddamn, it was a goddamn notebook. It was a goddamn goddamn holy tablet and a goddamn binder, man. These motherfuckers charge like six, seven, eight hundred dollars for these Dr. York books, man. Hey, man, what can I goddamn get me one of them Dr. York book reasonable, man? You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about, like, at least goddamn some of his shit, man. These motherfuckers, man, these motherfuckers really motherfucking charging out the ass, It. I need a legit place. Where the fuck can I get me some Dr. York books at, man? That i won't motherfucking
7: out damn broke over you feel what i yeah does this sound like you well of course it okay. does or matter of fact it did until you found out about all eyes on egypt and monticello georgia that's right all eyes on egypt and monticello georgia you don't ever have to worry about where is your money. who can you speak to all these bogus fake bootleg sites that are perpetrating and pretending that they're selling dr malachi's new York book and even if they did They're not selling it at an affordable price. Don't go to no one else. No one. No robots, no websites, no none of that. Get all your Dr. Malachi's New York books right here at All Eyes on Egypt. And we're running a sale for the month of September till October the 9th. On Man for Plain riches Rich is at $19. The El Poli tablets is at $70. Also, let's not forget the sacred wisdom of the Hootie. That's in right now. Get it now while you can at $25. So much more. The Right Knowledge Series, the Christ Series, the Mohammedism, the Mosesism, the Christism. We got everything. The Luciferian Conspiracy. Everything written by Dr. Malachi New York at a legitimate affordable price in a legitimate store authorized by Dr. Malachi New York himself. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your money and enjoy the rest of your life knowing that All Eyes on Egypt in Monticello, Georgia is dependable, trustworthy, and authorized by Dr. Malachi, New York. Why wait? Pick up the phone today. Call 706-468-2319 and speak to a live person. Only at All Eyes on Egypt, Monticello, Georgia. That's All E G I T T G A dot com. Call us today. Now, welcome back to the man of the hour. Yeah, the there ain't no word for Move we're on. Between, uh, Don't worry about it. Read the book of Malachi again. And stop reading it
3: from reading the Bible and you can see the names coming. You know, he was called in Elijah. Now he used be Elijah. So the were going to one crime in the wilderness. Now you gotta look and see what Elijah, yeah, Elijah did it. to see why he was um, called an Elijah. The he looked back at Elijah when he made all of God a bow vow before him. And set their altars on fire. And that's what John the Baptist was doing. going out in the wilderness, convert baptized Don't forget that uh, John's father asked Jesus, which are you? Are you that Messiah or can we expect another? Because they know in ancient Hebrew teaching there's two Messiahs. No, no. There's Jesus Messiah, son of Joseph, and the Messiah son of David. And they wasn't sure whether Jesus was the first Messiah or the second Messiah. See, Christianity, they only teach you about one Messiah. If you get any books on Judea teaching, they'll teach you there's two expected messiahs. One called the son of Joseph and one called the son of David. The Muslims got confused and start saying Son of Mary because they didn't know whether it was the son of David or the son of Joseph. Jesus wouldn't be the son of David Revelation gives you son of David. Matthews and them books written by the Romans give you sons of Joseph, only to cause the confusion. So they ask the genealogy of Jesus and they give you in Matthew the genealogy of Joseph because they were trying to confuse people and tie him back to the Lion of Judah and the Lion of Judah is the okay? <laughs> yeah, I have a question. Um, I know I don't have to explain it because I wrote on your people. <coughs> Angels talking, Right. Okay. And you are an angel. That's why you're talking. Imagine I understand. You come, what you're saying. All y'all are That's what y'all are. Elohim. The word angel, let's get this in our heads. The word angel, angelos, mm-hmm. right, means messenger. All right. The word Nubian from the word Neba means messenger. From the same word of prophet. The Hebrew word or the Arabic word for angel is either Malik, Mala'ik, or Malta. Mean that it's just mach, full. as the word Amla means to be full of something when you say angels are speaking to you, what you're saying is star people are speaking to you. If you go back to Genesis, it'll tell you back in the beginning what made us like him, as that we knew the good angels from the bad. How you know they're talking about angels when they say we, that they know good from bad? Because the next thing they say that so he took his cherubim that he was talking to cherubim. So there's cherubims and there's seraphim, right? Open and will speak to you. Mm-hmm. You don't follow that? Being able to differentiate which one is speaking to you. Is a discipline that's only going to come when you line yourself in with one or the other. Do, you love Do I love the woman? I yeah. mean, the whole species of women? No. No, Fatima, no. Oh, really? That's Fatima, no. You don't love her? No, I have no reason to. I love nobody but Yahoo. I don't love my wife. I don't love my daughters. Really? I don't love my mother. I love Yahoo. I'm compassionate, I'm affectionate, I'm considerate, and I issue those out accordingly when I'm dealing with a woman. I'm I'm respectful when she does things that she's entitled to be respected for. I'm compassionate when she needs the warmth of compassion. But I don't give poor or whore love to nobody but the Almighty. You don't love nobody or nothing but the Almighty. But other human beings give out accordingly to what they're entitled to for the moment. That's just a figure in the Bible. And that's 2,000 years old. We have got to get out of that period of the Book of the Dead and coming to the book of the life, or the living. You're living still back 2,000 years ago, worrying about a man named Jesus, and a man named Moses, and a man named Abraham 2,000 years ago. And it's keeping us dead. It's a book of dead people. The book of life opens each day when you get up. Every time some new event takes place, right now what we're doing right here is a page in the book of your life. And regardless of what you do, it'll never be erased but it'll be gone tomorrow and becomes a thing of the past. And you got to utilize what happens today to benefit tomorrow. Get out of the Book of the Dead. It doesn't mean don't read the Bible, because that is history. So Father, that's about our past. It means don't try to live in the Bible, because it's a Book of the Dead. Try to live what's for right now.
1: What should be going through our heads right
3: now? What you found in the people's heads now is the reality that we are running out of time and that we're in a wrong state of mind. We still want to worship when we are that which was worshipped. We've got to get back to the state where we are the God. Stop looking for things to worship. Stop trying to grovel in front of statues and in front of men and in front of spirits and spooks, things not tangible. That is all part of wrong knowledge. Get away from that stupid fictional stuff that if you can't prove it to me, then you are ignorant. Prove it to me that there's a God. Go ahead. If we're running out of time, what must we do? We must unite.
6: We must we come to together
3: work. as people physically, because right. that's where we have our strength. And that's the hardest thing the devil taught us not to unite, not to get along. Your father, you look at the people get along the Orientals, look how powerful they are. The Jews got together when they was without a homeland and what they do? Look how powerful they are. They dictate the world now. The Italians got together under Mussolini and massacred us while we were in Ethiopia. We're the only people that won't come together. The hardest thing to get y'all to do is to move together. And every successful group of people move together. And they work from a, from a center out. Not from the outside. Hey, but I'll be later. I'll be. There. And people think we, want, we don't want you in there because we want something. Listen, when you're on the outside, you're more profitable to us than on the inside. People don't understand that. When you're outside, you're buying books and stuff, you're benefiting us. When you come in, you stop buying. So why do you, if we want the money, why are we telling you to move in? We should tell you, stay outside and buy our books.
2: <laughs> so
3: people think by me saying, come in, I want some from you. No, I know that we got to get together to get the power, and it's going to cost us, as we get in, less bread is on the table, because we got to break another piece. Do you understand? But that is our problem as a people. If we do not come together, I know many leaders have come and said the same thing, we've got to come together. I've gotten to the point where I'm telling you disease is so rampant that the arc got to close. We're going to have to close at a certain time very soon and only marry amongst ourselves for at least four generations. We can only do it for four generations before we'll start getting defective genes. You understand that? By that four generations, they should have overcome their black plague. Notice they call it their black plague in America called AIDS. So pretty soon, you will not be welcome. You understand? The mountain that I'm standing on now, I won't be standing on in the next year. I'm going to a place that is secluded, and I'm taking certain people with me, and we're closing off. And there I will teach them how to live so that we can survive what is about to befall this country and the world. Mark my words, there will not be any Africa soon. There will be no place called Africa. Do you understand that? 65% of Africa right now is infected with
7: AIDS. After watching your presentation, is there any hope for us? Well, you're yes. talking
4: about how it's doubling right, right. and doubling. Uh,
5: actually, you're right. We're talking about uh, how the virus spreads, what the projections are. If Frank Fenner was correct in the article that he said what makes a virus eradicable, the AIDS and other human retroviruses probably violate most, if not all, the criteria that makes these diseases eradicable. In other words, they can never be eliminated from humans once they're running in humans. As short of the redevelopment or uh, new construction of the Rife techniques, which might allow for wide-scale uh, treatment of uh, entire areas uh, simultaneously, if in fact what Rife said was correct, and that was that you could treat a human being uh, by a radio wave that would kill a virus in that human. If it requires personal uh, dialysis-like equipment, which would be to hook the human up, take the blood out, radiate it in extracorporeally like they dialyze blood to cure kidney failure, then that is going to be a very costly, slow process. It could be effective, but it's not the way that we're going to save Africa. If that is in fact the way that AIDS or other viral diseases prove to be cured, then I think that, that, that there's no doubt that Africa is extinct as a continent and perhaps Asia is well down the same road since they have large portions of their population already infected with htlv one human T cell leukemia virus.
3: you understand that? There will be no more Africa. Stop looking over your shoulder and look forward as a people. Stop dwelling in the past and start looking at what's happening right now for us as a people. That's our hope. I ain't got no time to talk to people like Farrakhan. People say, you want to talk to Farrakhan? I did, but I don't because he's still talking silliness. He's still talking about what you're going to do to the white man. You're not going to do nothing to the white man. You do not have the power to do anything to the white man. So get that illusion out your mind. Ain't going to be no revolution. You ain't going to grab no AK-47 because he'll make you eat it. He is a fighter and a killer by nature. Do you understand that? He's been killing people for 6,000 years. Do you understand that? There's no more Russia. The walls have come down in Europe. Gog and Magog have come together, like I told you all they would. Now they're having conflict with China, because China, the dragon, won't bow to the eagle and the bear. And it says in the scriptures, hundreds of thousands of hosts of soldiers will travel from the east. Don't think you're a part of Armageddon. Armageddon is gonna be against the, the new European market that has formed itself and they already have one worldism in the making. One currency in the making. They just took away food stamps and they're giving you credit cards. Do you understand what I'm talking about? They ain't not worried. They're in place. The only thing that's gonna make you survive is if you go off and get back into natural living. So we're depending on the earth, the mother, on the son. Do you understand? Not on credit cards, not on hospitals, not on your pensions and Medicaid and Blue Cross. None of that garbage, because as long as you're on that, you're under the mark of the beast, and you're going to have to go to him. You have to take your kids and put them on a table. You have to lay your wife on a table in a hospital and let them fool your baby out. Something that's supposed to come to us naturally. Do you understand that? Stop got to stop eating his junk. Start growing our own food. Do you understand? And the first stage of that is the liberation of our woman. That's our first step. Because they taught us to treat our women ways they don't treat theirs. A nigga slap his woman down the street. And I use the word nigga intentionally. You don't see no white man ever slap his woman in the street. His woman's home doing the book work. Our women, we don't trust with the money. Yes or no? We don't give them no images. Tell me five black, beautiful woman images. Isn't that a shame you can't even get one in your head? That means what do we teach the children is beauty. We teach the children that beauty is Lady Clara, <laughs> and the blondes have more fun, but we don't tell them where they go to have the fun, they go to the Caribbean, where we live, to have the fun. <laughs> you with me? That's right. The only way we're going to get out of this state of mind, and it's a state of mind, a disease, a mental state, is we got to raise our woman to her position, put her back in her glory, learn to respect that woman. And it's gonna be hard because she's living in an Alice in Wonderland.
2: What is it that the woman must
3: do? The first thing the woman must do is see the state of mind that the man has put us in. And the way we act is not because we want to be that way, it's because he made us. He castrated us. He took away our manhood. They established a thing called penis envy, first of all. What was the main thing they taught you that brother about trying to get in office? Thomas. What was it all about? What did they accuse Arnold Honorable Elijah Muhammad of? What did they accuse Dr. Martin Luther King of? And they'll accuse me of the same thing and you too if you become a leader. That's the first thing gets you, the woman, to disrespect us Thus, we feel the necessity to retaliate by disrespecting you. And the best way to keep you in a state of respect is to suppress you so you can't question me. The best thing a man has is a wife to question him because it keeps him intact. But we hate it. We hate it. She asks too many questions, we get mad. We want her to stay home away from the sun, the moon, and the stars while we roam the streets. The Bible does answer the question, but the Bible about the dead. See, the Bible is the book of the dead. Everybody in the Bible is dead. It doesn't mean you can't use a dead man's references for the living, but why if you are alive? Stamp Bible on your day, on you. Live it. Come out of the myth. We go back further than the Bible. We built the pyramids in Egypt. We walked on this planet millions of years before Adam was even born. Stop believing that stupid story that 6,000 years ago we started. We're not no 6,000 years old. It took 17 million years for our hair to unkink. And I mean that. 17,500,000 years for our hair to unkink. Now look at the children. Their hair is getting thinner and thinner and thinner. We lost our crown, our glory, the thing that made us unique. You name another race with nappy here on earth. Hey. Name an animal with nappy here. One animal, a sheep. And what is that animal used for in the scripture? Sacrifice.
5: <laughs>
2: right?
3: Because it's humble and it's meek. And we say the Lord is my shepherd in the Book of the Dead. Rending us sheeps, or Jesus called himself what? A lamb. Mary had a little lamb. (laughs) Then the lie starts, whose skin was white as snow, and made him a mama's boy. And everywhere that Mary went, (laughs) I'm not telling you by respecting your woman to become a Mary. I'm telling you as a people that we're never going to get nowhere until we start respecting our woman. Stop hiding her. No reason why they want to keep you home, sister, because they don't want to dress you. (laughs) Bring the woman out front. She's always been sitting on the throne right beside us. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you don't do it, it's the end for us as a people. We are at the last point of our genes. They didn't genetically bred us out.
4: Genes are instructions for making parts of organisms, specifically and most commonly, they're instructions for making proteins.
5: And it's in the interaction of those proteins, they're turning on and they're turning off, Their coordination, that you go from a single cell to an organism.
4: Proteins are all of what you are and do. They are the hair on your head they are the substance of your face they do the work that allows you to move and grow and and do all of the other things that you do
5: so there's no question that genetic instructions are carried in the dna there's no question that at some level it is the stuff of life changing the structure of the organism around us by genetic manipulation.
4: What recombinant DNA techniques allow you to do is to do exactly the change, to make exactly the change that you want to make in an organism without doing damage to the rest of the organism.
5: There's this underlying process of breaking and joining DNA to put genes together in new combinations
4: for many of us there's something very unsettling about scientists using a technology we find difficult to understand today computers actually manufacture DNA
0: we can make DNA that is compatible with uh, almost any creature there is no real mystery to the synthetic process it's perfectly well understood
4: Dipanker Sen, Dr. fellow
0: in fact we do make small pieces of human DNA on this machine we have gone from a period in which
5: one had only the vaguest ideas about what genes were and what one what one might have in terms of inheritance to extraordinary precise ideas in which we can know in detail what every gene is, what the product of that gene is,
0: what it does. If you go into selective reading and think we'll only produce the perfect child. I don't think it's right to actually predict and We okay. can get in the business. My God, they don't want it to be used to create perfect race or anything
3: like that. They can tell and make diseases because it's a lie that the only difference between us and the Caucasian is the skin color. That is a scientific lie. We have different blood types. We have melanin. They don't have it. If we're the same, listen to me. Do you see that light up there? that sun, and then look down, you see this here, this here earth, you understand what I'm saying? We were created here, you say, I'm just saying you say, because I know we came from the other side of the sun, but you want to say it, we were created here in between that sun and this earth, right? Mm -hmm. And they say that some God force, whatever they want to call it, created us, human beings, whites, blacks, and everybody else, in between the sun and the earth, right? Does God make mistakes? So why can't white people live between the sun and earth without getting skin cancer? (laughs) If there is no difference, and if they belong on the planet just like you and me, why is it that I can lay on this beach, right on this ground with no clothes on, and the sun won't give me cancer, but a white person will do it, and the sun will attack their body and cause their cells to lack the ability to rebuild themselves, and they'll have a disease called cancer which will kill them. Why will that happen? because they don't belong on the surface of the earth with us they belong up in the caves they are a diseased people we made a mistake and we broke down the rules and we let the Hyksos dynasty into Egypt that was a big mistake and when they came in they built the cat God called the Sphinx. we didn't build a Sphinx. if you ever go to Egypt there's a space ain't no bigger than that house ain't no glory in building a cat that big The cat symbolized the fall of the Lion of Judah. You understand? Cleopatra and Mark Anthony built that Sphinx. Cleopatra and Mark Anthony had your Jesus called Zeus. He had nothing to do with us. You understand? Get out of the Book of the Dead. You're in the wrong time zone. is small. Christianity is small. When I say small, I mean in time. Islam is 1,400 years old. That's all. 1,400 years old. They don't know nothing about our history. They don't know nothing about our hair. And I'm telling you, the most important thing on your body is your hair. And that's why they want you to cut it and permanently destroy it and bleach it and process it, and jerry it, and straighten and comb it, and kill it dead, because it's your antennas, it's your connection to the sun, and it's the thing that makes you a one of a kind. I'm not talking about our brothers and sisters there with straight hair, ain't none of y'all here got straight hair. You may think you got straight hair, you got wavy hair, you got curly hair, but you don't have straight hair. You see an Amorite with straight hair, his hair is called flank. You know what I mean? Dead. You understand that? Your television wouldn't work if you didn't have an
2: antenna.
3: (laughs) Don't let them tell you to cut your hair off. You understand? Get your crown. When you're leaving this mountain today, tomorrow, the next day, are you going down the hill? or just look over there. Do you see an afro over there, or do you see a process? (laughs) Huh? When you look over there at that mountain, you see an afro. When you driving into the mountains, all you see is an afro. You want to see a process, look at grass. Grass is a baby tree. Thus when babies are born, their hair is. And as they get old and strong, their hair starts to owls do at least. Latinos do. Orientals do. All people of color do. And it's but not the man who belongs in the cage. Who has no contact with Ra. And you say, well, you are making us worship Ra, the Egyptian God. Right? Take that much time to bear with me and go to your Torah. You understand that? And walk up to any Hasidic Jew who says they speak Hebrew and ask them, what was the name of the God that Hagar called on? Listen again. What was the name of the God that Hagar called on in the talk? She didn't use Yahweh. She didn't use Jehovah. She didn't use Elohim. Ask them, what was the name? Or get into a Bible dictionary and look. All right? You know what you found out? You'll find out that she called on El-Rah. El-Rah. Read it. They say Roy.
7: E-L-R-O-I.
3: That's a mispronunciation from the Greek and the Latin of rock. She called on L the rock. Where was she from? Mitraim, They're talking about Amon rock. That's when you were gods. What are we now? We're cutting out here. Now they got young black boys wearing Caesars. Who was Caesar? The you know, father of homosexuality, the biggest faggot. But it's true. They're trying to turn our men into homosexuals. That's what they're doing. They're making our women hate us. Now, if we ain't got no job, or if we can't be like Job, 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 <laughs> then everything is taken away from us like Job, like they do with the job. <laughs> it makes us start to hate our very creative. Correct? Cause I have on to blame. I ain't got nothing, I ain't got no work, I can't feed my family. I start turning against religion. My woman can't respect me cause I can't provide for her. The cat's takes away our manhood. You understand? It create clubs and stuff. And dances to make men shake their butts like faggots. I'm talking the truth. Got men dressing up like women. You understand, see this trick is, they made men and women start wearing the same clothes. Now you see the young girl that got on boy sneakers. You can't tell a man from a female. Now, everybody can wear a sweatsuit, male or female. Correct? But they will now pull us out of right knowledge and blind us. Right knowledge is called Nahuapo. Another word that will pop up later. what I'm saying? They got to destroy us because it's the coming forth again. This universe, the moon cycle is gone and we're in the sun cycle. Every 25,000 years there's an equinox, the whole universe shifts, you understand? When they shifted the universe, the last 25,000 years, you know what happened to you? You became right-handed. You say, now what is he talking about, talking about right knowledge, this may sound crazy to you seventy-five to eighty percent of y'all stand here right-handed why are you right-handed and not ambidextrous like you're supposed to be because when they shifted your planet off its axis 23 degrees your body shifted to one side and you develop more strength on one side Mm. that's why the devil knew what he did we were ambidextrous we could write in both directions at one time
2: Dyslexia.
3: <laughs> uh, the word dyslexia means against the law. Lexia means law. See, he knew what he was doing to us. When he threw our body off, he tilted us away from the sun. As we got away from the sun, what happened is the molar and the light inside, the light that shineth in the darkness, that the darkness comprehended is not, started getting dimmer and dimmer. Now look at us. We're not even gods no more. Dyslexia, God. He's why want to say dyslexia, God, is because every time I say God, if you let dyslexia come in, you're going to call yourself a dog. <laughs> what is the name for dog scientific? Huh? Canine? Who that sound like? <laughs> they know what they're doing. What is leprosy called? <laughs> Whose son's disease? <laughs> Whose son is that? They know what they're doing. This ain't no accident. And they know that this is the coming forth of the Watchers again.
5: In November 1961, a secret meeting of leading government-sponsored astronomers was held to estimate the number of planets in our own galaxy with intelligent life. These scientists concluded that there are probably 40 to 50 million intelligent extraterrestrial civilizations in our galaxy alone. There is ever-increasing evidence that some of these extraterrestrial civilizations are visiting the Earth.
3: time we're in. Do you understand that? And they got to control all the religions of the planet right now. Yeah. Who is religion created for? Us. Huh. Who believes in it? Nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> we're the only ones worshiping ourselves, spook God. So someone says, don't worship a spook God. I wasn't a spook God. I was, I'm a spook. You call me a spook. <laughs> you understand? I am ancient Egypt. I have ancient Babylon, I have ancient Mesopotamia, don't make me think bad is good and good is bad. Don't tell me fire is bad and you can't cook without it. Don't tell me the serpent is bad and you take the serum from the serpent's venom to cure diseases. You understand what I'm saying? The serpent is bad to white people because they don't know how to walk in the water. (laughs) Because they lack body rhythm. The sun is bad to white people and fire is bad to white people because that sun will kill them will that sun kill you work. no it wouldn't you can go to puerto rico all along the beaches there's latinos laying there absorbing the sun nobody got skin cancer you can go to panama haiti sudan right the native americans and we can lay on the ground under the sun and nothing will happen to us right?
6: Right.
3: Please, someone tell me why, if the white man belongs here, does the son kill him? That's the first question. Don't argue with white people no more. Just ask them, why do y'all get cancer? If God created y'all to stand on the planet Earth like us, why do you get cancer? That's all I want to know.
2: Right.
3: When we get past that question, we move on to the next question. Why don't me and you want to be in the sun? Why do we leave the South and leave the Caribbean and come to these places like, a, like New York and Canada and places where we do not belong? We leave the sun, we leave Puerto Rico, he goes there and takes over it, puts Holla Day in there. <laughs> he don't like us when he's walking through Manhattan, but he can go here for they think. Then listen to me. He don't like Trinidadians. You understand? But he can go to Trinidad for vacation. Come to Jamaica. (laughs) He don't like Jamaicans. He's afraid of Rastafarians walking around New York. But he's going to go to the place where Rastafarians are born (laughs) for vacation. He's a liar. He loves you. He loves to breathe your breath. He wants that. Do it. Feel that heat. That's why when you meet white folks, they do this to you. And you got to sometimes back up on it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Think about it. Right. Teacher, get all up in your face.
2: Yeah. And you
3: say, wow, they got this stale cinch. That stale cinch is deadness. Deteriorating flesh. Their bodies are dying inside. Stop touching them. They got little spots all over their hands. Liver spots. That's why they created a greeting that went like this. You ain't gotta touch me to greet me. I'll touch you. We have a flow. Don't touch them. Ask them. Well, if you don't like Jamaicans, why do you go to Jamaica for vacation? If you don't like Puerto Ricans, why are you going to Puerto Rico? You don't like Africa, what you? Why is always I, I think they might go to Africa? A bunch of white people walk around Africa like this. We're <laughs> <laughs> going to Nairobi. We're going to the. <laughs> what are you doing there? If you don't like us, <laughs> you can't tolerate us here in Memphis, Davidson. But you can go over there where all of us are, where they make me look like skin.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you are afraid of me? But you ain't afraid of a guy whose eyes is blood red. Can't speak no English and hungry.
2: <laughs>
3: you understand what I'm saying? You know why that's happening? Because the man is a liar. He is lying to us. And our power is in our unity. Everybody said that. Compo said it. Elijah Muhammad said it. Marcus Garvey said it. Every leader we ever had on any one of the continents that we stood on said our power is in our unity. So for some reason, we will not drop our necks and become fishers of men. That's the first thing Jesus said to the disciples. He said, drop your necks and become fishers of men. Why? Because when they first met him in St. John chapter 1, what did they say to him? They was walking. They said, where are you going? You don't believe me? Read St. John chapter 1. They said to Jesus, where are you going? He said, I'm going home. Why? If you read the next part, it says because the Sabbath was coming in. Right? He said, I'm going home. And they said, well, can we go with you? He said, sure. He invited him to his house. And they never left. Mm-hmm. They spent the Sabbath and the next three and a half years with him. That was a sign. And then he said later on in Revelation, for the future sign, time, I stand at the door and I knock. And anybody who opens up, I will sup with them. Right? These men, i come and I'll be with you. But getting y'all to come together is like pulling teeth out of a line with a steak some more. (laughs) That's difficult. Trying to get y'all to disunite. Everybody
4: here all thinks they got it figured out.
3: It's over for us
4: as a people. Don't you see the world? Today, over one half billion people are seriously malnourished. By the year 2000, the United Nations estimates that 65 out of 117 countries studied, more than half the nations of the world, will not be able to feed their own people. Much so-called progress has been at the cost of deforestation, soil erosion, over-irrigation, overuse of chemical fertilizer, and loss of areas that were once productive. We are reaching the practical limits of farmable land. We are running out of water and new terrain to irrigate. And the demand for food keeps increasing. By the year 2000, over a billion more people will be living in cities ill-equipped to provide water, sanitation, even the necessary physical space for existence. Development is impossible with a sickly population. Every year, 17 million children under the age of five die from diarrhea, malnutrition, low birth weight, and immunizable diseases. Degradation is already extensive and too often irreversible. We think of air like the ocean, able to absorb and dissipate our waste. But the cost of bad air has increased. More industry and more automobiles cause more lung disease, more fetal damage, more cancer, and other serious health problems. Air pollution travels across city lines and states and continents. Acid rain from the United States industrial Midwest has poisoned lakes and streams in Canada and New England hundreds of miles away and we are polluting existing supplies. In the developed world, we are endangering our lakes and streams and our precious underground reserves with industrial pollution, hazardous waste disposal, and pesticide-laden runoff from farmland. In the developing countries, the principal pollutant is human waste. 25,000 people die every day from diseases carried by polluted water. More food production, more industry, and more people means more pollution of existing water supplies. And we will need over twice as much fresh water by the year 2000. In 1986, global military expenditures were about one trillion dollars. Can we afford to devote such vast wealth to the machinery of death when the source of life itself is threatened?
3: Don't you see, he then imported his new niggers, they call Senegalese. He doesn't need you. And when you don't need a person no more, what do you do with them? And if I can't get rid of you by mass genocide because your mouths are too big, you're always fussing and complaining, then I'll do it with AIDS. I know one thing about y'all, y'all some horny people. And that's a fact, ain't nobody here can deny the fact that we're horny horny, you know,
2: horns,
3: (laughs) and he knows that, so the best way to get rid of horny people is create a genocide that works through sex.
2: Right?
3: And they tell you, man, for some reason, with all the fears of AIDS, kids are still doing it. Some fools believe that a condom can cure it.
0: AIDS is a man-made, genetically engineered virus that was either accidentally or deliberately introduced into the world's population. AIDS is not a homosexual disease. AIDS is not a venereal disease. AIDS did not originate from the green monkey. AIDS is not prevented by the use of condoms. And AIDS is not likely to ever be cured by a vaccine.
3: How can you possibly believe that a condom can cure AIDS? A condom is made of skin and it grieves. They say, well, the rubber condoms can cure. it. Are we adults here? When you enter a woman, right? And your penis reaches the end of her vagina and the liquids exchange is going to penetrate anyway. So what are, you, what's, what, what are you believing in? That's to make you think that you can still have sex. Understand? And you hate the fact of that you can't have sex no more. But the greatest men you worship didn't have sex. Oh, it's all right for Jesus not to have no sex. But it ain't all right for you not to have no sex. It's all right for Elijah not to have no sex. But it ain't all right for you to have no sex. I want to tell you, you want to be great, stop having sex. You go, whoa. (laughs) I don't know if I want to be that great. (laughs) Tell all the Christians, they say, y'all follow Jesus, right? And it says that you cannot get to the Father but by him. Right? You got to do what he did. Stop having sex watch the churches close down. (laughs) Right? They know that, though. So they know how to kill us. And it's working. We're going as a people. They turn you against your leaders. I had many... I'm looking at people who followed me years ago. Right? Now they're out there following all kinds of stupidity and fools. But they never forget the truth I teach them. You understand? You know why? Because I am not going to be a preacher for you. That's right. I'm not going to be a religious preacher so you can dog me and look for my faults. You're not going to use me that way. I'll teach you the truth. I'll teach you right knowledge. I'll teach you facts. That's the best I can do. But you're not going to make me some religious, uh, ah, ah, thing so you can dog me. No. It ain't going to happen like that. And that's what people don't like about me they want to hear the gossip all you gonna hear about me is the thing that every other black man does because you're not going to make me above fun. i'm not walking around with a staff for you unless you pick up a staff i'm not gonna walk around with a humble expression on my face unless you put a humble expression on your face with me you ain't gonna do to me what you did to jesus you quote him but don't practice what he does Oh, they're talking about how religious Jesus was and how nice the guy he was, and the president says he's a Christian, he's over there killing people in Iraq. Unlike Jesus. Jesus put his trust in God. Why don't y'all? You say it on a dollar bill, in God we trust. You say it in a courtroom, in God we trust. They must not be talking about the same God that me and you're talking about, because the God that dealt with Rodney King's situation wasn't the same God I'm talking about.
6: Now right.
3: I'll tell you what's sad. You know what's sad? What's sad is that you can worship the same God as your slave master. Now that's sad. Oh, How can I serve the same God of the man that enslaved me? Whatever God he worshipped helped put me in slavery. Because on Sunday he was probably praying, help us keep the niggas in slavery. <laughs> which meant? Which meant on Sunday I was saying, help, help him help you keep me in slavery. <laughs> Do you understand me? We cannot worship the same God as the slave master. Whatever he worships, we can't worship. I don't care how much you like
2: Jesus.
6: (laughs)
3: I don't care how much you like gospels and churches. We cannot serve the same God that enslaved us. Is that hard to figure out? We've got to find a God that will get us out of this slave. And what is this slavery? It's death. Oh, let's visit the graveyard. And in the graveyard, we see crosses on tombstones where dead people live. And then Sunday, let's go to church. And we see crosses where mentally dead people pray. Mm-hmm. I'm not going up under the cross. And until you put a tombstone on my grave. The grave is where we live, because we're dead. You know when you're dead? When you no longer make impressions in life. Not when your body stops breathing, not when a candle goes out. When you no longer have an effect on life and your environment, you're dead. You understand? When you don't raise any sheep, and you don't plant any seeds, and you don't wait for the seeds to change for the growth, And you don't educate and speak to your children in your tongue. And you don't have fables and folklogs and stories about what happened in your life. But when I got to go to a book and tell them about their stories. And I got to buy my food in cans. He can control the weather if he wants to. Then I'm dead. When I can't speak to my children in my tongue, I'm dead. You understand? I went out of my way to create a language for us. I know that sounds crazy we need our own language. something that makes me know you and you know me. Because when the Jews are sitting around they start speaking Jewish speak alone. Oh. And the Jews speak Jewish.
2: <laughs>
3: right? Yeah. The Chinese speak Chinese. Correct? Now Spanish is not our language. We got Spanish from the Spaniards. It's not our language. We speak it. We speak French, we speak German, we speak everything. because we're all over the planet. Everywhere they look, we're like roaches. Everywhere they look, we there. <laughs> and they got a spray too, it's called AIDS. <laughs> Don't you remember the name of the spray? AIDS? <laughs> <Spray>. aid. <laughs> yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So I went on a way to make a language for us. It combines seretic and Aramic and it's simple, real simple. It is. Anybody can learn it. But if you start it now, eventually these kids will be speaking their own language. Then you write stories about what took place in our time, not about the Book of the Dead. It's nice to talk about Abraham, that's fine, but bring Abraham up to today. Tell your son great things your husband did, not all the bad things he does. Tell him about the good times. How often do you discuss with your children the good things that you and your mate did? Mm. You don't. You always got them looking at television and seeing somebody else's good. Or reading the Bible and seeing someone else's dead story. Try sitting down and tell your son great things about his father. And father, try to do great things so she'll have something to tell your son. Do you understand? Then we will no longer understand who will start overstanding. We'll be taking control of things again and we will come alive and that's what jesus meant by you must be
2: born again
3: we were dead we make no impressions in life we have no art form we don't even have music and don't tell me hip-hop is music you're talking to a person that produces music hip-hop is garbage it's edits it's bites it's samples. It's not music. The nearest we got to music was blues. That's the nearest we got to music in this bondage was blues. And then it gravitated into jazz. And then it became just that when John Coltrane and them got their hands on it. I'm talking about a proficient musician who decided to play what they call abstract jazz. It became just that jazz. Something not worth listening to. And now we're nothing. We have no music. What is a nation of people without their own music? You women have got to invent the dance. And I'm not talking about no monkey dance like you see on them hip-hop videos. Oh, the monkeys on strings. <laughs> Draw the strings on them one day and you'll see it. Empty looks like one of those things that they dangle like this. That's my brother, but truth is true. That was my mother, truth is true. You all got to invent dances. And your dances have to tell the stories of the things that happened to us. And we men got to play the music for the dances. And then we're giving birth to a culture. And then the word cult is no longer an insult. when they say, oh, y'all belong to that cult, then, that's right.
2: <laughs>
3: we are cultivating our culture. Yeah, we're a cult, all right. But what is a cult without any culture? You understand? Y'all were in veils two years ago and miserable. But now that the veil is removed And the women are becoming a part of us We're going to be twice as strong We ain't going to be right-handed no more. longer We're going to be ambidextrous again
6: And stop suppressing them
3: That was necessary (laughs) Oh yeah, it was necessary You know why? Because of the state of mind we were in When the veil came down We were a mess we as women, I don't mean we, like in we, we like in you upside down me. We thought that we had to tighten our pants up and show our butt to be sexy, didn't we? I'm talking about women, not men. Everything had to be seductive. Someone gave us the wrong outlook on life, so y'all had to be veiled. You understand that? To remove that. So it's a form of discipline. I see the girls walking down 40 seconds easy. you know what I mean? <laughs> you can't hold an intelligent conversation without women and tight pants walking by and disagging it. You can't study in school but the girl next to his blouse is too tight. All that's done purposely. To keep us from having right thinking, pure thought. The veil was necessary, y'all. But now the veil is lifted. And the women have to take over. You know why you have to take over? I know you brothers ain't going to like this. <laughs> because we don't do a good job. <laughs> the world is in a mess. I mean, is uh, was Iran or Iraq destroyed by women? No. no, it was destroyed by men because of men. The Shah was a man. Ayatollah was a man, Bush, Reagan, or Contras, the Watergate. Oh. Every scandal was women in the laboratory experimenting around with the bacteria that made AIDS or men. When we liberate our woman, we're going to be in power. You understand that? They know if they take our woman from us, they take our strength. I'm telling you, brothers, you will be surprised if you really sat down and gave your wife the right to talk, how intelligent she can be. But you ain't going to do that, you're afraid of her.
6: You
2: better wake up. I just want to ask a question.
3: Who really cares? Save a world in despair.
6: Who really cares? There'll come a time.
2: And the world won't be singing.
6: Flowers won't grow.
2: Flowers won't grow. No.
0: Bells won't be ringing.
6: The bells won't be ringing. Who really cares? Who really cares? Who's
5: willing to try?
0: The world,
6: when I look at the world,
4: oh, it fills me with sorrow,
6: it fills me
2: with sorrow,
4: little children today,
6: children today, really gonna suffer tomorrow, really suffer tomorrow,
7: A bad way
6: to Such live. a bad way to live. Oh, who is to blame? Who is
2: to blame?
6: We can't
2: stop when
6: living. We can't stop living. Stop living. Oh, oh. Live. 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 Shariq Allah Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Alhamdulillahi al Kareem Wa Sallallahu Ala Al-Ammyya Ajma'een Wal-Masih Wal-Mahsi Wal-Mujedda Laman Mursaleen Ama Baza
3: Are we not the bearers of witness that nothing would exist if Allah didn't create it and that He is alone and has no part and that all gratitude is for Allah ta'ala the sustainer of all the boundless
6: universes. All gratitude is for Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, the generous eternal friend. And send salutations of Allah on all of his prophets
3: and his apostles. And on the Messiah, the anointed one.
6: And on the Mahdi, the God. And on the Mujahidah, the reformer. Which was all sent from Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. We send greetings.
3: And we send peace. Throughout the boundless universe. To all.
7: Assalamu alaikum. Wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa The Man of the Hour. Airing seven days a week at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WGAG Radio.
2: Radio.